Whipper. I got a fever. And the only prescription is more cowbell. So you know how to walk. You know how to dance. You ever dance with the devil in the Welcome to another episode of the Latin Dance Community Podcast. I am your host, Rob Cascalucci, and today on the show, I was reading through LDC. I came across an interesting article talking all about hugs. I, this is something that, you know, I tend to like these pieces that talk about some of the social etiquette around sauce because there are a lot of moving pieces on and off the dance floor besides actually just the dancing, and the social etiquette a lot of times informs the dancing and vice versa. So, this idea of hugging and really it comes down to when do you hug and when do you not hug uh, at the end of the dance specifically is the time when is a lot of times most appropriate for the hugging. Now, for me, I would say I tend to be a hugger. Uh, I tend to be someone who at the end of the dance, I will give a hug to the woman that I just danced with, especially if it was a good dance. Now, if it was a so-so dance or whatever, I still will kind of do it out of Maybe obligation is the right word, but I realized that that is not for everyone. Uh, there were certain times where for me, maybe I gave a hug and the woman was a little bit caught off guard by it or wasn't expecting it. And at the same time, there were other women who I would give kind of a lighthearted hug and they would hug me much harder. So everyone has a different way of approaching that. For me, I tend to be a light hug kind of a kiss on the side of the cheek, although I don't even tend to kiss them. I kind of kiss the air as they're kissing my cheek. I always feel bad. I always tend to miss with my kisses. But I realize, and, and the author here, Brisbane Salsera, also talks about this too, where I wasn't always like this. I wasn't always the kind of person who would, by default, hug. It even is really started for me back in college because in high school and grade school and everything, I was not a hugger. I was up in New Jersey, no one really hugged there except maybe our family, but that was really about it. And all of a sudden I came down to Florida for school and everybody hugged because at University of Florida where I graduated from, it's a lot of people from Miami, a lot of the Latin culture at UF. So it was a lot of people that would hug just when they say hello and when they say goodbye. It wasn't something I was used to, but I guess being around that so much, it, it became part of me. So especially in the Latin community with salsa dancing, it became even more a part of me where hugging just seemed like a standard, it seemed rude in a way not to hug. So this article definitely jumped out to me as something that I personally have thought a little bit about as well. I hope you guys enjoy it. It is called Free Hugs. I had an experience dancing a little while ago that got me thinking. I was dancing at one of the local salsa venues and I asked a girl to dance that I hadn't seen before. So I had no idea what to expect. She asked me straight away on two. It turned out that she only dances on two, which is fine by me as this is my preferred style. I was pleasantly surprised. She was light, fun, musical, and seemed to enjoy the dance. And I definitely enjoyed the dance. So at the end of the dance, I thanked her and I went to give her a hug. This is what I usually do at the end of the dance, particularly when I've really enjoyed the dance. To my surprise, she pulled away and made an awkward face, leaving me feeling awkward. I thought it was a bit strange at the time, but I didn't really think that much about it until recently, and it got me thinking about hugs. I wasn't always much of a hugger. In fact, 
it wasn't until I really got into Latin dancing that I realized how important physical touch is to my overall happiness and well-being. I've realized in the last few years that I really need physical touch in my life, maybe more so than a lot of people. In 1995, a guy called Gary Chapman released this book about the five love languages, which is a book that I recommend you read if you're interested in learning more about how you and your partner can better express and receive love within your relationship. The biggest takeaway point from the book is that people are different in how they prefer to give and receive love and affection. And most people have a particular love language. If someone asked me to specify which love language is most important to me in terms of receiving affection, I would say that it's physical touch. I need hugs. However, I wasn't always this way. It took me a long time to realize this about myself. In fact, when people have tried to hug me in the past, I was the one who shied away and felt awkward, even when it was a family member. So I can totally relate to how the lady I mentioned above was probably feeling. I put my initial awkwardness down to a number of things. Firstly, my family are not big huggers. My parents simply didn't hug me a lot when I was growing up. In fact, after reading Gary Chapman's book, I went on to identify the love languages of both of my parents, and it's not physical touch, which explains a lot. Secondly, as a general rule, hugging is not something that is embraced by Western society, pardon the pun. This is why the free hugs movement got so much attention. It's simply not done, it's not a done thing in Western society to hug a random stranger. However, this is exactly what we are doing most of the time when we are dancing. The music just gives us a convenient excuse, but if you take the music away, physically, a dance is just a three minute embrace, often with someone you barely know. When I first started Latin dancing, I was not comfortable with the level of physical intimacy and living in Western society and coming from a family of non-huggers and adding to the fact that I'm highly introverted, being so close to a person that I didn't know at all made me feel quite uncomfortable. And I'm sure it was obvious to my partner. Now these days, I don't give it a second thought, but it took some time getting used to. When I started out dancing, I would have a nice dance and then at the end of the dance, I would follow social dancing etiquette and politely smile and say thank you to my partner for the dance. But these days, it's hugs all the way, even if I don't know the person at all. When I was in London, I spent some time talking, taking classes at a school where they did something that I think is really cool. And I wish that more dance schools did this. In the foundations class, which was the very first class, before the beginners class, the first thing the teacher did, got everyone to do was hug their partner. Because it was the foundation class, you had a high proportion of people in the class who had literally never done any form of partner dancing before. So being instructed to hug a complete stranger resulted in some people feeling quite awkward, but the way the teacher did it was playful and fun. So that after a few hugs, the physical barriers were coming down very quickly for most people. At the time, I remember thinking that it's actually weird not to hug a person with whom you're going to dance. Think about it. You're going to spend three to five minutes of your life essentially hugging this person while you dance anyway. Why not give them a hug hello and a thank you hug after the dance? Just because the music has stopped playing doesn't change anything. You still have permission to hug a person. It doesn't have to mean anything, 
my invitation to you, if you're not already in the habit of giving thank you hugs, is to give five thank you hugs the next time you go social dancing to five different people, not all to the same person. And observe the results. My guess is you'll be pleasantly surprised. More hugs, people. That's all I'm really saying. It feels good and makes the world a better place. Again, that is Free Hugs by Brisbane Salsero. So thank you, Brisbane, for the article. That really got me thinking about what I do all the time anyway, which is hugging. And, you know, I always butcher this quote, but it's something to the effect of we need one hug a day for survival. We need three hugs a day for growth. We need eight hugs or sorry, three hugs a day for maintaining our current level of emotional health. And we need 10 hugs a day for emotional growth. Again, like I said, I totally butchered that. But the idea is that um, you need physical intimacy, physical touch to grow and grow as a person and really remain healthy. There was the famous study done where they took away all physical touch from babies who were recently born. And they actually had to stop the study early because the baby's health was deteriorating so quickly just because of not experiencing the touch of another human being. They were still being fed. They were still being cared for in every way besides having physical touch. So that's really the power of physical touch. And that's why I feel that all of the people that I meet salsa dancing are all really happy people because they have essentially engineered into their lifestyle a way to get a lot of physical touch and a lot of, as I like to call it, socially sanctioned touching. So keep that in mind. Next time you're dancing and next time you're ending your dance, maybe give a hug. You know, it can hurt and it really can only help you and your partner. So I hope that you've enjoyed this article. If you want to read it the old-fashioned way, you know, looking at it online, I guess online is the old-fashioned way now with podcasts, but check it out on latindancecommunity.com. Again, if you're enjoying these podcasts, really, really would appreciate you leaving a post, a comment, a rating on iTunes or Stitcher. We definitely read all of those when those come out. And hey, we may even give you a shout-out here on the podcast. Que yo nunca podría, pues mira que aquí estoy, trayendo papería con el sambo.